Okay. Are we officially middle aged at this point? Is 35 middle aged? No, quite. not quite. No, not quite. That's depressing if 35 is middle aged. I don't know. It's an honest question. We can run for president. Yeah, we can. Is that really what happens at 35? Oh yeah. my God. You have to be 35 that to run for president. Social media person. File that away in your brain. That is our promotion platform. Nothing is going to stick in this brain right now that doesn't have to do with You've epidemiology. You've got one of your ears plugged. How is it going to escape? <laughs> Touche. Uh, rank you pod for president. That's got to be That's got to be our promotion. Red, wow. white, and blue. I'm really proud of us. That is already our logo colors is red, white, and blue. It's actually orange, but... Well, it's like a reddish orange. It's orange. It's not orange. Are you colorblind? No, I'm Paul Fletcher. And I'm Eric Perkins. Oh my gosh, I'm Ellie Mark. Let's go. Thank you very much. 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 Very, very much. Thank you very much. Thank you very very much. Very much. Voice guy vanished this week. So. That's right. We're back. Coming up on episode 35. Greatest comedians. The best 80s TV theme shows of all time. And first, topic one. Best childhood books. Kids are back in school. They're bringing home books from the library. Yep. And uh, there are some that you hate to read over and over again, but that's not what we're going to talk the best kids books. I don't want to go first. Perk's going to go first. Ooh. I've read plenty of children's books over the years, and I have a few that were number three. Okay, Wedgeberg. Best childhood book. I'm going with Good Dog Carl. This is. <laughs> I don't even know Good Dog Carl. That's Are great. you serious? No, really? I don't. No, I don't. Oh, my gosh. oh, I even know that. It's a smaller book in size, and it's, it's literally small for and it's small got, it's humans. Got like, it's not like pages. It's more like cardboardy pages. Oh, it's the cardboard ones for the babies who yeah. eat the books. Oh my gosh! And so it is, and then there's no words. Oh, that's my kind of book. It is. But so every time I told the story of Good Dog Carl, we always started to make up our own kind of twists to the story. And that's the beauty of Good Dog Carl to me is that you can kind of put your own Make spin it on up. It. <laughs> uh, and it's just so good. And the kids always loved it. Number two, this is a book that is rather new and it's called The Book With No Pictures. Uh, again. Uh, I was, okay, you know when I said books that you hate to read? Mm-hmm. I was going to say The Book With No Pictures. I cannot stand that book. Oh, God, it is so good. It is no, it's so, not. It is so, so Ugh, good, I hate that book. Gosh, you're off base. It, I'm it, not. It I nanny children. Absolutely fantastic. Those and, poor children. And there's, it is so hard to keep kids engaged sometimes when you're reading, but this one, they are all in. Unfortunately, <clears throat> yeah, they are. It doesn't mean that I enjoy it. Uh, do you have an issue with it? Because it yes, you don't it like bothers it. me. Okay. Well, it just, just bothers Paul, me. Paul, you'd like this one if you haven't, because it's written by B.J. Novak, who is on yeah, the he's office. Okay, he's God, okay. it, it is the book is so good, bro. It's, it's so not good. that good. It, it actually is. I will read it. It actually is. I will read it tonight. And the number one all-time children's book, without question, is "Oh, the Places You'll Go" by Dr. Seuss. Uh, there was a lot of Dr. Seusses that I considered for this top spot, but I'm uh, "Oh, the Places You'll Go." To me, it. it goes beyond childhood and it's still an inspiration to this day. I wanted to just put Dr. Seuss as one of my slots, mm-hmm. but I knew that I would get in trouble for that. So. You can't just do an author. I know, I didn't. So zip it, lady. All right. That'd be like, <laughs> never mind. That'd be like what? <laughs> what would that be like, huh? 
That'd be like Ellie saying, oh, the best state fair food is just the one that's like part of that fair. Or like the time that <laughs> Fletch okay, right, said. Okay, so who's next? No, or the time that Fletch said, my favorite gas station food is something from that gas station. That's like, not even close to what I said. Basically, I it's what you said. You're basic. All right, who's next? I'm going to go next. My number three, it's my topic, and I'm putting you last. My number three is probably lesser known, but it was my favorite kid's book, and I'm sure that if my mom is listening, which she is, she'd be very upset if I didn't put this in there. So um, it's Dancing in the Wings. It's by Debbie Allen, who's a famous dancer, choreographer, ballerina, um, and it's this beautiful book about a dancer who's dancing in the wings and dreams of being on stage as a kid who grew up dancing. Very important to me. So that is my number three. I think I just liked looking at the pictures, if I'm being honest, but whatever. It's, it's a great book, though. It is. You know it? Oh, you know oh, it. Yeah, for sure. I feel like I didn't realize other people actually knew that book. But number two. I don't, if it makes you feel cool. It does. Number two. You'll definitely know this one, though. Good Night Moon. I loved this book growing up, and I still like reading it today, and it's just survived the ages, and I can just greatly appreciate that one. I always thought it was creepy. Really? Yeah, it is. It could go either way. Yeah. I loved it. I love the illustrations as a kid and the colors and everything, and I still like it to this day. But my number one is, I mean, there are so many kids' books in the world that it's kind of amazing that Perk and I have the same number one. Oh, The Places You'll Go wow. by Dr. Seuss. Wow. Uh, you guys are special. I can't, I'm actually shocked that we have the same number yeah, one. It's, it's that good, though. It is like, that yeah. good. I even, in my house have a poster of all the places you'll go that's like an adult version of the poster but like i mean it was a book that i read growing up and it's just this nostalgic beautiful thing to me so it's a beautiful book oh this this conversation's making me happy okay but um to dampen the mood let's turn it over to fletch harmony why would you say that because i can number three is chicka chicka boom boom will Mm. there be enough room and that one Love is not from my book. childhood. That is from my parenthood. Yeah. Reading that is a blast. It is a blast. Up and down the tree. Love that was on book. my short list. It was so good. It's so good. Was that a wedge? No. Not at all. Kind of was. It Kinda was not was. a wedge because like you just ranked it, bro. I'm just commenting on the rank. I think it's awesome. It's right. a wedge. It's not a wedge. No, it wasn't. It wasn't wedgish. He said it was on his short list. It was wedgish. It wasn't wedging. Mm, yellow card. Got it. It's not a yellow card. It's it a yellow card. Bull crap. It's not even close to a yellow card. <laughs> I'm allowed to comment on his ranks. That was more than a comment, though. It you were wasn't. insinuating that it, it could have been in your list. Ranks. Number two is, see, you just wedged it again. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know why, but uh, I wasn't, I've never been a big reader. I. I it <laughs> just. It a shock. I'm kidding. <laughs> wow. I'm kidding. Paul, I'm kidding. Paul, I'm kidding. Oh my God, I'm kidding, dude. Gosh. You're lucky I can't come up with a good comeback. <laughs> Probably because I didn't read enough. <laughs> but one author I did like as a kid was Shel Silverstein. Mm. And everybody says The Giving Tree, but that's not the right answer. The right answer is Where the Sidewalk Ends. Mm. I, I don't know why, but I loved that story as a kid. Uh, it started with my mom reading it to me, and then eventually I started reading it myself. And that's probably the book I've read the most in my life, actually, sadly, because I don't read much. Have you read his scary books? No. In scary poems? No. They're so good. I believe you, but it'll never happen. Oh, okay. Anyways, what's I, your number one? I have a, is it the same as Perkinite? No, but oh. it's close. 
Oh. We all have the same author at number one. You know, I'll take it. I went with, and this is, I may have agreed with you guys at some point, but my opinions now have gotten to where I care about the planet that we live on and mm. the environment and Lorax. all that. And the Lorax mm-hmm. is such a great uh, story oh, of taking care of the, the gift that we've been given that is planet Earth. And I so the that. Lorax is my number one now. That was very green of you. Very uh, environmentally responsible ranking. I even said that it was environmentally. Yeah. yeah. I, you know what? That is a I, really great story. It's, it's become a very hot topic for me. For the longest time, we didn't take the whole thing seriously. The Sneetches. I think we are now. The, the Sneetches. I was just looking for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The anyway. Star Valley Sneetches. I don't want to yeah. get off on a, a tangent, but yep. I think for a long time, there was, you know, questioning whether or not climate change was real. It's like, <laughs> we know it is now, and mm-hmm. it's time to dig in. So anyway, the Lorax, think about that. I mean, when was, I don't even, I didn't look up when that was written, but think about how far in advance Dr. Dr. Seuss was apparently ahead of the scientists. Wow. What a man. He really was. Thank you very much. Was this challenging for you, Ellie? <laughs> yeah, it was because I wasn't born in the 80s. I was born in 1996, baby. Jesus. I'm a 90s baby. So messed up. Okay. You know what? I'm going to go first. Oh, why not? Plot twist. Mm, I could wedge here, but I'm not going to. Number three oh, is Family Ties. Which one's that? With Alex P. Keaton, Michael J. Fox. I think it's hilarious that but he... What, but how does the song go? <sighs> what about us, baby? Damn it. Now I don't remember it. I'll put it's on the, the, the friend one. I think <laughs> it's pretty sad that I can't come up with it when I'm the one that chose it. That's not it. No. What would we do, baby, without us? What would we do, baby? It goes like that. So yeah, Family Ties is my number three. It's just it's one of those things that it's a, a childhood flashback for me. You know what I mean? If I heard it. If I heard that theme out of nowhere, I'd instantly be transported back to some sort of spot in an episode or whatever. So. Right. I feel like that's what makes it a good theme. And Correct. Yeah. I'll Correct. talk about more when we get to my ranks, but okay. you got to finish yours. Fantastic. Number two is Jan Hammer. Not to be confused with Hans Simmer. Who would do that? <laughs> Miami Vice. The, the Miami Vice thing. It's just, it's just I don't know. You had the flamingos and the, the uh, what's that called when you play polo? Is it just called polo? Hialeah. That. and He the, would know that. Of course he would. <laughs> God. He's the only guy I know that does a podcast with his pinky up. Um, <laughs> the, see? And the cigar boats, all of it. You know what I mean? It's just, it's Miami Vice. Fluorescent attire. Neon was in full effect. Don mm-hmm. Johnson's apparel. And that song sums it all up beautifully. These have been really good choices so far, so I'm very curious as to your number one. Uh, number one is A, one of my favorite TV shows of all time. Mm. Uh, B, I'm going to pull an Ellie and go okay. back to my school days. We played this theme song in band class, and so <laughs> I became even more attached to it. It's the theme from Cheers, where everybody knows your name. I mean, it's just like... It's been in how many countless commercials I was just going to say, it's currently in a commercial bit right now, isn't it? It's beyond Cheers. It's transcended Mm -hmm. being a theme song for a TV show. Yep. Cheers is number one, and it is definitely with a bullet. And um, Smelly Ellie can go next. I'm not Smelly. Oh, sorry. Schmelly. (sighs) Okay, Ellie. Thank you. Miss Minnesota, can you please give us your three? Former Miss Minnesota. Still my Miss Minnesota. Oh. Okay, 
when it comes to theme songs, it's important for me that one, you hear it and you immediately associate it with that show. You know, sometimes there are songs that they turn into theme songs, you know, that's more popular nowadays, but it's just important for me that it's like you hear the song and you think of the show. It's not the other way around. Right. So my number three, like the um, cheers theme, I think of yeah. commercials now. <laughs> I'm kidding. Go ahead. No. Number three is <laughs> you're going to laugh at this one. Oh God. Reading rainbow. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> I don't think we're going to laugh at that. Take a look in a book. Reading rainbow. I didn't realize this actually came out in the eighties, but then I Googled it and it did. And it sure so did. It made me really happy because I actually watched that. And I think anyone, even 90s babies, know that theme song and um, myself included. So that's my number three. Okay. No problem. My number two. I love the Golden Girls. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. And when you hear that theme song, you immediately think of them. But also, I love that the words match the show. In a sense, it's pretty great. But at the end of the day, my number one is the same as yours. Cheers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's just no getting around it. it. You hear that song, you know, it's cheers. It was made for cheers and it's still around today. It's genius. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping, per, I can't see Perk, so I can't read his face, but hopefully we have a unanimous number one for the second <gasps> time in history. Number three, best 80s TV show theme song of all time. I'm going with The Love Boat. I Oh, yeah, that is good. The Love Boat. Yeah, that's good. That I like good it. One. Soon will be. Okay, sorry. It's just fantastic. Once I heard that song, I was on the boat with Captain <laughs> Stooping and everybody else. Number two. Best- I'm still on the beach going, De plane, De plane. <laughs> that's a different TV show. <laughs> it, I was like, uh, it was, but it came on right one. after Love Boat. It did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I got him confused. Yeah, bro. Um, number two, a greatest 80s TV show theme song. I'm going with Cheers. Oh, no! you suck! Sometimes you want to go where everybody ranks you too. <sighs> Sorry, guys. How disappointing. You know what, though? You have to respect his integrity. I do. Because he could have reversed them Without and we would have never knowing. known. Yeah. Yeah. You're I still just, wrong uh, and you I still just, suck. But I know. I, well, I, trust me, I considered it. I considered You should have because it. it's correct answer. Wait, so what is your, so what is my, your number one? My favorite 80s TV show theme song of all time. And I think the best TV show theme song that transported me to another place was the theme from the Dukes of Hazard. Oh, God damn. I can't argue that. That's a good one. <laughs> that is so good. That's Boss so, Hog. Right. Q, 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 Q. Roscoe Coltrane. Yeah, Waylon Jennings. I man. Never meaning no harm. Okay. So I that's still wouldn't put one. a number one. And God, I can't believe I left that out of my three. If my mom listens to this episode, she'd go, You're a fraud. Because that was probably my, I mean, that was one of my favorite yeah. shows of the 80s. Yeah. So. Yes, I can't argue it. You're right. wrong, but I still can't argue it, I guess. There you go. All right. I'm still disappointed. Thank you very much. Okay. Comedians. That is, funny ladies. That is f- funny ladies, right? This is not an easy topic, right? No. This, and this could be stand-up comedy. This could be you know, situational comedy. Could be a lady on the street that I laughed at. You no, know? Number three best female comedian in my eyes. Grace. I'm going to just start these rankings and go. Um, but I'm putting Kristen Wiig at number three. And she is just, to me, an, an elevated that show at a time when, it, it, frankly, I think really needed it. And she I, is iconic. And she's... One of those people that, like, as soon as you see her, 
at least from, from my standpoint, I laugh and I chuckle and I kind of giggle and I kind of get excited that I'm going to, you know, guffaw and laugh. So uh, she's she's epic. Kristen Wiig's phenomenal. I see her and I go, help me. I'm poor. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's also hard to look at her without, like, thinking of her with baby hands. Like, I, that's exactly <laughs> when I see her I immediately just start laughing because I think of her like clapping the little baby hands <laughs> like, so oh good. gosh this oh was a good God. call for okay. call. Uh, yep. number two it's just hard to knock but Catherine O'Hara is so freaking funny mm-hmm. and I think that what she did especially on Schitt's Creek most recently she is utterly she's the epitome of humor to I've me. been re-watching <sighs> that show do not yawn at that. I've been rewatching that show as kind of my mental break in between studying. And frankly, whenever she comes on the screen, I'm already laughing. I didn't even think of her as a comedian when we were doing this rank, but she's hilarious. She is absolutely riotous. And and her body of work goes so far. Kevin! Exactly. (laughs) Predates that. And number one, I don't know how I can pick anybody else for this spot. If you're going to set it up like that, you better have the right answer. Uh Uh-huh. See, because to me, no, because I know what you're uh, thinking. Don't backtrack. I, don't I'm backtrack. not backtracking, but I know that he's going to jump on me. But I, I disagree because I think that, like, and I didn't grow up with that, dude. Did you look, I, look at my No, answers? but I, I, I can only assume talking to you about whether it's posthumous or, like, current or all that stuff, it just it doesn't go. My number one is Julio Louise Dreyfus. Oh, Who is that? She was in Seinfeld. She, she played Veep. Elaine on, on Seinfeld. Oh! She's as well. Okay, yes. I know who you're talking about now. She's, I didn't know her name. She, there's nobody funnier than her on the planet when it uh-huh. comes... And, and I think male or female. It, it would be I'd be hard-pressed to think of anybody funnier. Not than in her. my top three, even. Not in my top three, wow. either. You know what? You nailed number one if we were doing overrated. Oh! <laughs> you're an idiot. Oh! That was rough. Uh, she's fine. Whatever. Oh my god. I, you Who's know what? Next? I respect her as a comedian. I just I don't think that she's top three or bro, number one. Bro, she is genius. Bro, I just genius. I don't really love her style of humor. I'll say that I think she's funny, but I mm-hmm. wouldn't put her as my number That's one. That's why I said like, respectable. I, yeah, but, uh, yeah. Not top I just, three worthy. I don't. Oh I my god, get me out of here. Okay, well, you have to assign who does the next ranks. Okay. Ethan, Daryl. I'm going to say Paul because he always goes last. Number three is, well, I mean, she's got a, she could be uh, deemed as a kind of an annoying voice. And she can be incredibly raunchy, but she's also done animated work. And her voice is fantastic for that. I got Sarah Silverman at number three. You don't even know who that is? Wow. You got to explain it to me and oh I'll know. Gosh. I'm so bad with names, you guys. See, I think her stand-up is lights out. She's, she's phenomenal. In, she's at a point where she's gotten, you know, her own Netflix stand-ups. Uh, she was also I, the voice of the little girl in Wreck-It Ralph, which I'm sure you've oh, seen. Oh, I don't like her. Penelope. <sighs> that makes me feel even better about my pick. Oh, okay. Well, I just, I'm not a fan. Not a huge fan. Okay. Well, yeah. I don't, I don't love her acting. Swell. Swell. Anything? No, nope. it's a solid pick. She's Num- great. Number two, help me, I'm poor. <laughs> yes. Kristen Wiig, it doesn't matter what she does. Her part in Knocked Up is fantastic. You know, yeah. we, don't, we don't really want you to lose weight. Just tighten. And the way she does it in her like little, she just, she's, she's her delivery she's is great. brilliant. And number one, yeah, I'm going there because it's the best answer. I mean, I don't know how you can 
do this and not say Betty White. Um, She's the GOAT. She's the greatest of all time. Period. The end. Bullet. That's about as big a bullet as there's ever been in the history of this. I mean, yeah, I didn't grow up with her either, but Golden Girls alone. I mean, and then even just the guest work that she did in her later years. And didn't she have a TV show? Um, I remember I watched a couple of episodes, but I don't remember the name of it. In her later years, she had a TV show. She's just, her delivery uh, everything about her is it comes off as this, you know, sweet, but it's really kind of just pointed and like that she's the best. What Number an American one. treasure. I, yeah, I can't argue with you on that because she's, no, she's iconic, but Perk looks upset. I'm not upset at all. I, her body of work and the duration in which it lasted, it certainly would, you know, put her in on a lofty spot. I thought he was going to say somebody else. So who? No. Oh, well, you don't want to ruin the right. fun. Okay. I, Ellie might say her, so I'm not okay. going to. Oh, okay. I probably won't. She probably but, won't. Um, my number three is the person who, when I watch Saturday Night Live, I mean, Kristen Wiig is a great yeah, choice, guys. We know. But Tina Fey, yep. No. Oh. Kate McKinnon. Oh. Makes me laugh so freaking hard when I'm watching it. I just, <sighs> she is hilarious and I just really appreciate her. So that's my number three. Yep. I feel kind of the, I don't have the same like eh, that I do for her that I do for Julie Louise Dreyfus. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I, it's kind of the same in that respect her, but I don't love her that much. Oh, I do. I love her. Cool story. Number two, Eliza Schlesinger. Have you guys heard of her? Both of you are kind of making blank faces. She's got several uh, Netflix specials and she just speaks to millennial women in a way that I, I actually bought tickets to see her stand up. Unfortunately it was COVID. And so everything, you know, shut down and I didn't go, but I literally bought tickets to see her live because I think she is that funny and I hate stand up comedy, but she is hilarious. What? You hate stand-up comedy? Yeah. So you, know, you know what's interesting about this? <laughs> what? Is her unrefined palate goes beyond food. <laughs> Shut up! That is the hardest form of entertainment on the planet. Period. The end. I respect it. Oh my God. I very much respect it. I just like... I. So when I finally man up and do stand-up, are you going to be there or not? Yeah, I'll be there and support you. And I think it's really hard to do. I'll do it if you do it. Really hard. I, you will? Yes. Open I mic will, somewhere? Yes. Okay. And I will totally support you guys because I think that that has to be the hardest thing you could ever do is stand up there and make wow. people laugh just by she's what you're a, talking about. She's but an attractive gal. She is. And Holy she was moly. in a movie recent. She's um, been in really? a couple different movies as like the crazy girlfriend or, you know, she plays a lot of these really fun parts. And I really respect her both as an individual, but also as a comedian. And stand up is not my thing. Like I said, I respect it. And yeah. she actually entertains me when I'm watching watching that. So that's my number two. My number one is the person who made me realize that women can be funny and it's okay. And that is Amy Poehler. Love Amy Poehler. I Hmm. love her sense of humor. I love her acting abilities. Is that who you thought she was going to say? No, I thought she was going to say, I I, I just didn't know. It's not a wedge. I want to know who the hell you were talking about. I I thought somebody would have said Lucille Ball. Oh, Oh, I wrote a report on her in high school. Big fan of her. But no, 
I, I think she's just two before all of us. Okay. You know yeah. I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. Fair. I mean, she's obviously right. incredibly talented. Amy Poehler. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just really like who she is as a person. I like her sense of humor too, and I think she's really she has the really good balance of humor and classiness that I can embrace and appreciate. And I love Leslie Nope. Yeah, I think she's just okay. That's rude. No, it's not. It's how I feel. Perk, mm-hmm. what do you think? I mean, she's she'd be in my top ten. Top 20 for me, maybe. Well, how many are there? Lots. Uh, Rank you very much. Thank you very much. Original theme created by Walk Off the Earth. Interact with the show on social media at Rank You Pod. Thank you, thank you, thank you, comma, thank you. Thank you very much. Where everybody knows your name.